welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. On this podcast, we talk about concerns facing you, issues facing your community. If you talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, we're going to talk about it on this podcast today. Hello, my name is Jay Rod, and I'm I am your host. I am in Health the Way Studio, located in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am joined with my co-host KC. Thank you, Jay Rod. It is a pleasure to co-host Barbershop.com podcast here in Out the Way Studio. I look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop, as well as the manner in which we discuss them. This would include the gambit from analytical to anecdotal, from critique to humor and fun, all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of Barbershop Talk. All right. Hey, it's one thing I just want to make clear. When you talk about the flavor of barbershop.talk, what he is talking about, we try to bring those, bring those real live conversations to our podcast so you can enjoy it. There's one other person I want to introduce, and that is our co-host, and that is Arthur. So Arthur B., please be kind to us. Hello. Please. My name is Arthur. My int- Oh, gee. That was quick, right? My name is Arthur. He almost said something else, but he cut himself off. Way to go. Hello, Arthur. Hello. Yeah, hello Progress. to you. Yes, yes, yes. For those who listen to our podcast, you do realize that Arthur always states that he's the most intelligent person in the studio. Uh, so, all right, Arthur, I do appreciate you saying that or, or not saying that this time around. My intelligent far exceed J-Rod and KC's. You know, yeah, I, I thought we was going to get away with it. I thought, I thought he was going to give us a little mercy today, but I guess he just had to throw that in there. All right. All right. Now, what I want to know, Arthur, why do you keep saying that? Why do you say that every time? Because it is a fact. I, I don't know that that's a fact, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to worry about that, Arthur. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a pass today, Arthur, because you know what, Arthur, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to dedicate this whole podcast to the Indiana Pacers. We are located here in Indianapolis, right? So we might as well talk about them. Who are we talking about? The Indiana Pacers. Oh, well, the Pacers. I thought our audience said, like, Boo. That's about how their season went, That's about how their season went. <laughs> you are absolutely right. I thought our audience we trying like, to root for them, but it was difficult. Yeah, Pacers, please, this year, please. Oh, come on. Yeah, you was terrible this year. Well, I'm going to have to ask you the general question. What do you think went, what went wrong with the Pacers this year? Well, J-Rod, I got to tell you, they took a giant step backwards at all levels. They sure did. Management, coaching, and player performance. Well, I think you might be on something. I think that's a winner. <laughs> I do, I do. You just need to speak up. Ah, you got to speak up. Yes, yeah, say it loud, say yeah. it proud. Yeah, and and I gotta say, in this particular case, that the this setback really started at the top. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I, I agree with that. So, so the president of the basketball organization is uh, Kevin Pritchard, and you know it's time we take a critical. Uh, view of Kevin Pritchard. Let's let's see what, you know, critique what he has done over the years and in particular uh, particularly this last year. Well, b- before you uh critique him, I I would like to put out there that I have a recommendation for the Pacers. Okay. I do. I think you should get out of the get out of the basketball business. And I think you should be 
the Indianapolis Pacer hockey team. <laughs> That's what I think. I think we should uh, change from basketball to hockey because basketball is not winning. I think they got they lost focus on what matters most in basketball. Oh, really? And what is that? Duh, winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I don't even think they went out there. I think we just have a bunch of idiots. That's right. You know, I guess it's not really right for us to talk about our team like that because we are fans. Well, look, I'll always be a fan of the Pacers. Uh, I, I was, I was born into it. Um, from four years old uh, in the ABA, Slick Leonard's first Ooh, yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest as, in as peace, head coach. Yeah, rest in peace, Slick. Uh, uh, his first year as head coach. My grandfather taught me about basketball, the game, the players, and, you know, and so I was born into the Pacers. I'll die as a Pacer. That's now, right. because I'm part of that Pacer family, I have the right to praise them when they're good and to tell the truth when they're bad. Okay, because they are bad. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> That's right. They are a loser. At least this year, they were ugly. Yeah. And, and I mean ugly. Yeah. You look ugly, and you're ugly, and your mother ugly, and your sister ugly. You just plain old ugly. Oh, well, well, well okay. actually, I did see Sabonis' sister, and there may be. Oh no, no sorry, yeah, sorry, see, sorry, sorry, sorry. There you go. We're gonna get some trouble. We're gonna get trouble because I was just starting to say we don't want to talk about nobody's mama and nobody's sisters. We were just talking about you as the play. The way you play was ugly, and I mean ugly. But I'm sorry, I, I got you sidetracked there, Casey, because you want to talk about um, uh, Pritchett. Yeah, so um, so he came into the organization uh, roughly uh, a decade ago uh, under the tutelage of Donnie Walsh and Larry Bird, and eventually uh, took over the reins. and And during that time period, uh, uh, the team has had some highs, but they've really fallen backwards, and a lot of it is due to one, uh, his epic failure uh, with the draft picks. Oh, my God. His draft picks were horrible. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm not sorry. I think they're self-destruct. Self-destruct sequence activated. <laughs> no good joke. They draft choices up here. There's, there's only one player on the team that was a draft pick that's still uh, a valuable rotational player on that team, and that's Miles Turner. Uh, they have three other draft picks that are on the team, but they're really uh, not rotational players, and they probably won't be on the team after this season. Miles Turner probably won't be on the team. Either, I, 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 you know, they've been trying to market him for a while now. You know, I think they've been trying to market him for a while. The very disappointing thing to me when it comes to their draft choices is that they really haven't had an all-star that was drafted since Paul George. Yes. Uh, and uh, and let's talk about the Paul George situation because this this ties into Kevin Pritchard uh, as well. Okay. All right. So right at the time that uh, they were transitioning from Kevin Pritchard being uh, under the tutelage of Donnie Walsh and Larry Bird to 
Kevin Pritchard, you're now the guy running the show. Uh, Paul George had signed a contract, said he wanted to be a, wanted to retire a pacer. Hey. All right. And then uh, not long after that, he was contacted by another NBA player. This guy's an all-star player, and I'm just going to say who it is. I know who it is. Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah, he plays for the Los Angeles Lakers That's right, now. right. Anthony Davis. He has those unicorn eyebrows. And he told Paul George that if that organization uh, would get me, I would love to play with the Pacers and to stay there for an extended period of time. Ooh. Excellent. Yeah. Absolutely you would, excellent. You would think so, I right? would think so. So Paul George was all excited because for decades we've heard from the Donnie Walsh and Larry Bird uh, brain trust that the top superstars don't want to come to Indiana. Bummer. Right. <laughs> they just don't want to come here. We can't get them no matter what, right? That's a myth. Now we have a guy that perhaps was the top power forward in the league saying, I would love to play for you. Ooh. So Paul George approached Kevin Pritchard and said, hey, you know, Anthony Davis would love to play for us. So, you know, you, we need to see what we can do to, to acquire him because he'll sign a long-term deal to play with us. Oh, there, here come the Pacers. And what did we're the Pacers not, say? We're not interested. What? We don't want that guy. We don't want Bummer. Him. Yeah, that's worse <laughs> than a bummer. That's worse than a bummer. You know, we're not interested. Uh, that's really not what we were. Uh, that's not the future that we had planned out. One of the top 10 talents in the league to go with another guy who's one of the top 20 talents in the league. You're set up to be a contender year in and year out for the next several years. See, and not interested. See, now that that is why I have the recommendation that they should move the sport and play hockey. <laughs> that's what I said. And that's what upset Paul George. He was so upset that I heard he was ready to fight Kevin uh -oh. Pritchard. Uh-oh. 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 But Bring fortunately, that. he didn't. Oh, that was good. That was good. He just decided. Bummer. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah <that was> good. <laughs> he just decided that, hey, this organization is not committed to trying to win a championship. And that's why he wanted to move on. And the truth needs to be told and put out there in the airways because local media will not give you the truth. Well, I, I, you know, the truth is frightening. Okay. <laughs> but but I'm not condemning Kevin Pritchard just because of that. All right. What else? All right. Tell me about it. All right. So I told you how he's just miffed on all these draft picks. Yeah, it's a lot of them. Right. Uh, you know, none of these draft picks other than Miles Turner is an integral part of the team and and quite possibly all of those guys won't even be on the team next year yeah, let, let's pause here for a minute and talk about that so if uh, let's talk about who are we projecting not to be on the team okay now you already talked about mal turner yes right? now, okay i agree with you on that one uh, what's another one? aaron holiday no he's out of here i think yeah. he's gonna take his brother with him too <laughs> oh come on <laughs> no, I think so. I think yeah, we just brought it out of here. So that would be two. Okay. All right. Who else you think? Uh, Gogan Batadze. 
And, and for people who are not sure who he is, uh, a few weeks ago, you may have heard of about an incident in which uh, uh, a player for the Pacers had told one of his coaches, uh, F you on the court <laughs> when that coach stood up and was saying something at him. Yeah, that's 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 a fail. Yeah. Now, I certainly don't condone that at those kind of actions at all, but it's, that just demonstrates um, the the culture that had been established by this new coach. So you think he's going to be gone? Uh, who's the coach? No, no. Or, or Batazzi? Batazzi. Uh Probably because he's not a – well, right now he's not an integral part of no, the team. No, he's not. He's not. Uh, he gets in when guys are hurt. You know, that is so, that is true. But, so let's you, you mentioned the coach. So let's talk about the the coaches for a second. Duh, winning. Uh, no, just the opposite. Uh, so what do you think they're gonna do with him? Do you think they're gonna keep him? Well, do you think uh, rid of him? actually, and it is funny because uh, Kevin Pritchard had a press conference uh, uh, a few days ago, mm-hmm. in which he basically. Said he's thinking about replacing the coach. And who who you know who gives a press conference saying I'm thinking about replacing the coach? But let's talk about how this coach came to be. Well, right. before you go there, before you go there, because I want to talk about that a little bit. Okay. Because uh that's the first hint that I heard that they even consider. Because mm-hmm. this is this is a this is what I found out by a lot of people who make decisions, right? Mm-hmm. Once they make a decision, they have a hard time admitting that they made a mistake. Yes. And 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 I'm afraid that this guy, because he had a lot of poor decisions, mm-hmm. a lot of poor decisions, and I have never once heard him say that was a bad decision or that was a mistake. So I hope they do get rid of him. But hmm, well, I think he's kind of he, he really didn't have much choice but to admit this, because let's think about this a year ago. All right. The Pacers finished fourth in the conference. They did. They had a coach, Nate McMillan, mm-hmm. who had uh, developed several players who were not um, really established players in the league. And he had them uh, establish uh, career best years. And some go on to be all-stars, others go on to get big contracts. But they all uh, had their career, their best career years under him. That would include uh, Bogdanovich, Oladipo, Sabonis. Uh, Justin Holiday, who you said you want to get rid of, but last year he had mm-hmm. a, a tremendous year. Uh, T.J. Warren, oh, outstanding uh, year, and Malcolm Brogdon. Oh yes, all excellent, of, yeah, absolutely excellent. All of these guys had their best um, best year under Nate McMillan, and he developed them on both sides of the football, offensively and defensively. Both sides of the basketball. Uh, both sides of the basketball. But maybe they should play football. <laughs> but my vote would be hockey. <laughs> so, so let's think about this. So a year ago, you had a coach that coached this team to the fourth best record in the conference, developed all these players, and the, and Kevin Pritchard comes out and says, Nate McMillan, I'm giving you an extension. Yay! And then one week later, he fires him. So yeah, what what who has ever heard of giving a coach a one week extension for the great work 
that he's done because you gave him all these accolades as to why you're giving him this extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one week later, you fire the guy. I got you. But however, think about this, Casey. You said earlier that he was under that Walsh and Larry Bird umbrella. Right? Mm -hmm. Where are the coaches that Larry Bird got rid of? Yes. Uh, that would be Isaiah Thomas. That is one of them. And yeah. And at that time, the Pacers had a player by the name of Jermaine O'Neal. Yes, they did. And they knew, and Jermaine O'Neal, you know, knew that Isaiah Thomas developed him. Uh, uh, let's see other players they had at that time. Um, oh, uh, they had the uh, the Davises, right? No, not the Davises. Uh, the, the Jermaine O'Neal era uh, had. Uh, Don't say Artez. The guy, uh, Ron Artez. And Jackson. Uh, no, not Stephen Jackson. Ron Artez, um, uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Uh, what was the Al Harrington? Al Harrington, he was my favorite. Uh, Jamal Tinsley. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Isaiah Thomas developed all these young guys into uh, a, a one of the top teams in the East, and in fact, they were expected to challenge for the championship the next season. He developed all these guys from they were rough, and he, you know, just just molds of clay. None of them had been established players until he got a hold of them, and he brought them together. And they made it to the conference finals, and they were expected to be the best team in the East the following season. And Jermaine, it was a contract year for Jermaine O'Neal. And he said he would not re-sign with the Pacers unless Donnie Walsh promised him that he would keep Isaiah Thomas as his coach. So You've got to be kidding. No, that's how it went down. And Donnie Walsh makes a public statement. I will not fire Isaiah Thomas. He got Jermaine O'Neal to sign that contract. A week later, he hired Larry Bird. And then a week after Larry Bird was hired, he fired Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, right down the toilet. Now that is true. Now before you go on with, with Isaiah Thomas, because we have minimum time here, what about the other coaches? Because I do remember that uh, uh, Larry Bird said to coach, well, after four years, it's enough and it's time to make he says players stop listening to the coach. Well, they stopped listening to him, and the reason is because Larry Bird never really coached. Yeah, but what you coach know? am I talking about here? Huh? What coach am I talking about that he that Larry Bird got rid of? Yeah, that's the coach of uh, Frank Vogel, the coach of the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. You're absolutely right. Oh, by the way, mm -hmm. wasn't he the coach when he won the championship? Yes, he was. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Now, also, there was another coach. Was it Carlisle? If I'm not mistaken. Well, isn't he still in the NBA coaching? Oh, yeah. And he won a championship. That is correct. Yes. That is my point. <laughs> exactly. Yes. We keep getting rid of these good coaches. And, uh, um, uh, and, and because of a theory that Larry Bird has. That's right. And so it's time for the Pacers to move on from any connection to Donnie Walsh, Larry Bird, and Kevin Pritchard. Yeah, but it seems like they refuse to do that uh, because I do. I do remember that Dalian Walsh went over to New York for a while, right? New York Knicks. Yeah. He yeah. Did. He was with the Knicks organization right. uh, briefly. And then the Pacers took him right back. Right. Because, uh, well, he had an epic failure in New York. Uh, well, why, okay. We're taking a loser back. What I'm saying, I, that was our opportunity. That was our opportunity to move on. You know something? That's Pacers. I hate you all so much. That's right. Well, I don't hate the Pacers. I love the Pacers. Well, However, 
I hate you this season in the way that you play and how you went backward and how you fired the coach. You come up with an assistant coach, supposed to move forward. He ended up moving his back. The coach that we got rid of went down to Atlanta and did quite well for him. Oh, very well. So, so it seemed like to me it's pretty cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I'm, I'm not liking the direction. Right. And uh, this coach, cool. and one of the things that uh, – Kevin Pritchard said when he uh, made this decision to fire Nate McMillan one week after giving him the, uh, an extension was that I want to bring in a coach that can take this team forward and, and so they can fully reach its potential. Mm-hmm. Well, so we went from fourth best uh, in the conference to ninth. To and, ninth. Yeah. And so we didn't actually make the playoffs. We made the play-in tournament only because they instituted <laughs> that this year. They hadn't instituted it, the Pacers wouldn't have been in anything Yeah, it, uh, yeah. after the regular I, season. I'm going to sidetrack you. I'm going to sidetrack a little bit. Is that I'm switching gears just a little bit because mm-hmm. I did kind of like that little playoff tournament, the play-in tournament. Yeah. That, now, that was pretty good. Then the second thing I don't want to sidetrack mm-hmm. you on, if, if you're talking about, because it was in the fourth place last year, the Pacers, right? Mm-hmm. And then I think in 421 Barbershop, you know, our sponsor, Mm-hmm. I think there was a, a big debate about what positions the Pacers was going to land in this year. Sound like you're really sidetracking, Jay Rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> because we had a uh, – he's a, a he's, his name is Evans, and he is one of our clients' uh, sons. And I think he's around, what, 12 years old? Yeah, he's a child prodigy is what he is. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty <laughs> talented uh, when it comes to um, – being in tune with the sports, statistics, how a team is developing, and not only basketball, that's also included in football. And so I just want to give him his, his shout-out, his props, this podcast, because he predicted the failure of the Pacers this year. He did. Yeah, so I just want to give him a little prop. prop. Now, I'm going to get back on track. Okay. But, Evan, I want you to know right now on Barbershop.talk, we recognize your ability uh, in evaluating uh uh, uh, teams. Yeah, he's also a swimming prodigy. He, he's going to be the the black mark sticks. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, Evan. You heard that from KC. <laughs> you know, and in fact, Evan, I'm still rooting for the Pacers to move the team to hockey. <laughs> That's my point. Okay, I'm sorry, KC. I know I sidetracked you there, but I'm going. I'm going to let you get back on point. I just had to throw uh, Evan out there. And no problem. No problem. He deserves those props. Good job, Evan. Now, uh, so they bring in this new coach, Nate Bjorken. He had never been a head coach anywhere at any level. Never, never, assistant. never. And uh, they didn't vet his coaching style very well. No, he didn't. They just knew that he was on a team that had won a champion. He was part of a team that had won a championship, part of a coaching staff. Right. I got you. And uh, and so you know how it is. A lot of times when you do an interview, you kind of exaggerate things, uh, your contributions and your abilities in that interview to get that job. Yep. So Nate Gorkin uh, did that, impressed Kevin Pritchard, got the job. Duh. Winning. That Yeah, that's not what I really do, but that's what I'm going to tell him I do. Because really what I am is a... You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> <laughs> So he he comes in here and he's dealing with pro guys, first time being a head coach, 
And he takes on the Bob Knight mentality. The in your face, I'm this, that, and the other. And these are millionaires he's talking yeah, to. Yeah, you can't, you can't do Grown that. men millionaires. I hear you on that. And one. they don't really respond to that. No. Not, not in the NBA. Not in the NBA. And uh, uh, plus, uh, <laughs> they, they like that one, Casey. Yeah. He has no background uh, on defense. He's strictly an offensive guy. So if you're strictly an offensive guy, you need to bring in uh, a, an assistant coach who is fundamentally, fundamentally sound on defense to help shore you up. But he didn't, and the Pacers have given up more points this season than any previous Pacers season. That almost sound like that gong to uh, Susan Gang song. Jungle oh yeah, yeah, but that was supposed to be like the that was supposed to be like the gong the gong show. Okay. Get down, get down, <laughs> get down. Okay, let's get back. Okay. Uh. <laughs> all right, so, all right. So the team is very um, is is not unified in its purpose. It doesn't seem to understand. Uh, how to play team defense. And uh, they've taken a giant step backwards at every level. Uh, certainly at the uh, at management level. Yes, indeed. At the coaching level. I agree with and you. And unfortunately, man. on the floor at the player performance level. A bunch of babies. <laughs> Quit crying, you little wimps. You're out of here. You're up. <laughs> That's right. They should be out. But okay, I'm sidetracking you again, Casey. Get back to your point. So it's time to clean house from top to bottom, front front to back, side to side. Oh, it's gonna be a smackdown. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> it might need to be rough. Oh, oh I'm rougher. My God, we rougher. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's be a hardcore to be a little rougher than smackdown. But I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, they might need to, or, <laughs> or both. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a fight. That's like a fight. What is going on there? That's like a fast fight. Hopefully, well, they bring in new leadership at the top, and I'll let that new leadership decide the course of the team. Well, if, if it does, that will be a relief. There's no question about that. Oh. Yeah, let's just get rid of. You know now. I refuse to say what sport I think they should go to, so I would not say <laughs> Okay, all right, all right, all right. But um, that was some good intel, because you talked about uh, um, the, the office, right, how they messed up. They totally had a, a, a total breakdown when it comes to the coach, in my opinion. Yes. And it looks like to me that we are simply going to have to blow up the team. Well, I think they need to – don't let, don't allow – Kevin Pritchard to blow up the team. Let's bring in new leadership and let him look at the pieces and then decide what pieces need to move. Well, okay. Now that would be nice, but you know, a lot of times they don't operate like that. Because I think some of the predictions that you talk about, people they're gonna get rid of mm -hmm. that they've been shopping around. Yeah. Uh I think um, you know, in a perfect world, yes, get a new coach in, evaluate the talent, see what they have. Because again, this was a team that last year was a fourth seed mm -hmm. in the East. Um so anyway, but saying all that, okay, I'm looking at our time. Our time is going. That is too bad. Our time is going. Hey, hey, hey! hey don't boo me. It ain't my fault. It's the time. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's what we like to hear. That's <laughs> Who let him to the studio? I don't know. Me either. Get this thing out of here. All right. Hey, you know, just do a quick uh, uh, shout out to our sponsors, and that is Out the Way uh, Studio. They allow us to practice in their studio. They also have uh, uh, make custom T-shirts and other apparel. So if you have any interest, uh, feel free to email King Cap and Cap is with a K, King K I N G Cap K A P at gmail.com. And also, you need to visit the barbershop. They sponsor us as well, and they're at 421 Barbershop on Michigan Road. Again, that is 421 Barbershop in Indianapolis on Michigan Road, where good things happen to your hair. So if you want something good to happen to your hair, come on in and see any of the master barbers in 421 Barbershop. All right. Now, KC, I'm going to have to ask you this question. Okay. Do you want to give a shout out? Yes. I'm going to give a shout out to all my family and friends. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. If that is the case, this is Jay Ross signing off. And thank you, listeners, for listening to our podcast. We enjoy each and every last one of our podcasts that we have with you. And we realize we would not be here if it wasn't for you. I'm going to go ahead and get a baton to KC. Okay, real quickly, do come into 421 Barbershop. This is just a slice of the conversations we have every Saturday. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast, Barbershop.talk. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast, Barbershop.talk, available on your favorite podcast platforms. Let's have peace in the streets. Be safe, be wise, and be loved. And we say, Go Mob! Mob.